0: Howdy, howdy, folks, and welcome back to another episode of So Stereotypical.
1: Where us two media creators discuss LGBTQ issues, media, politics, and whatever else we feel like. I'm one of your hosts, Alexander Prevost. And I'm Noah Dayheim.
0: And today we are going to be discussing in our season finale, surprise, it's <laughs> the end of season one. We will be talking about the ongoing issues with President Trump. Um, former his president trump
1: former Pre- Put that former right there
0: sorry my bad i apologize um but former president trump we're gonna break down his arrest what it all means what led up to it and where do we go from here um but before we start be sure to follow noah and the podcast and i on all social medias you can follow me on instagram and twitter at Alexander, that's alexanderprvst. that's A L E X A N D E R P R V S T.
1: And you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at N-O-A-H-D-A-H-E-I-M. That's at Noah Dayheim. And that is TikTok while we still have it.
0: TikTok while wow, we still have it because the, the dinosaurs are certainly doing something with it. And don't forget to follow the podcast as well on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. TikTok, not TikTok. God, tick-tack. I'm hungry. TikTok. TikTok um, at a so stereotypical underscore pod. And now, let's get started. So, Noah, before we dive into the background of this whole issue, what was your re- initial reaction to this incident, this indictment? Tues- what Tuesday's
1: were- event. Tuesday's um, event,
0: yes. What was your reaction?
1: Ooh. To say that I was happy is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, did you enjoy the shot in Freud? Wh- did you enjoy the shot in Freud? While I while
1: I am a prison abolitionist through and through, there's just something about, about rich white men getting what they deserve, <laughs> which is having the door not be held open for them in the courtroom. Did you see that? That was hilarious. Yes, it slammed so right on nice. his face. I was it like felt- uh... It felt so good watching that live. Um, I you know, literally, oh man, I was watching every part of that live. But when when it came out a couple weeks ago that he w- was going to be indicted and it was just a matter of when, not if, I I, I I sat back and I was listening to the news and all these outlets and they were saying, oh, there has to be more to this. There has to be more to this case. And then it came out on on Tuesday the 4th that, Oh, there wasn't more to this case it's It's just it it's just the stormy Daniels case. And mm-hmm. then all the media outlets were extremely depressed. oh th- this is this is so sad that there's nothing else here. I didn't find it that way because mm-hmm. how I saw it was he's being held accountable for something everybody else is held accountable
0: for, right, which is hush money. And exactly. cash and kill cases.
1: Well, hush money is legal. Hush money is legal in all... in I'm pretty sure all states, but especially in New York. Right. Hush money is legal. But it becomes a felony when there's another crime associated with it, a larger crime associated with it, and mm-hmm. D.A. Bragg did not... Um, really discuss what that other crime was and that's going to be coming out in well December when the rest of the trial uh well not the trial the case happens. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll hopefully get a trial before it gets thrown out of court, but yeah. All in all, that's just a long-winded way of me to say oh man, I was so happy watching that. And even though other news outlets were like, "Oh, this is depressing. Oh, this is sad." that oh this case is weak. I didn't see it that way. I saw it as he's being held accountable.
0: Right. That's a huge thing. It's absolutely huge. It's a step in the right direction, especially because, like, seldom do we get to see people with such power be held to such a public, like, like, like to be held accountable in such a public way to be made an example of. Because, like, listen, I'm not a big believer in, like, Divine retribution I don't believe in this idea that like Everything happens for a reason But I also believe that like Cringe can be a powerful force for good if need be. And Donald Trump is a very cringy figure. You don't want to be like him. He's a business... He's like the... He's like an uber businessman weirdo LARPer. Like, he, like, thinks he's so cool. But he's really just... He just reminds me of, like, that one weird cousin that you, like, meet at the family reunion every couple of years who's, like, (laughs) talking about the new conspiracy (laughs) theories he found and how cool he is and how he's investing in crypto. And it's like... (laughs) just shut up. Like, no one, like, have you gone to therapy? But yeah, so let's get into the background. So where does this all come from? Well, the case kind of originates from a lot of speculation around Donald Trump's personal business dealings, both within the Trump administration and in tandem to his presidential campaign. But the big one for this indictment case in particular started in 2006 when former President Trump, had a extramarital affair um, with adult entertainer um, Stormy Daniels in 2006. Um, very well known in her industry, very famous. You know, she she certainly milked the whole affair when it came out and whatnot. But um, around October 2016 to 2017, dates aren't 100% sure, the Trump team... Uh, arranged a payment of hush money about about one hundred and thirty thousand dollars with a signed NDA, uh, which is a non-disclosure agreement. For those playing at home, um, to keep Stormy Daniels from disclosing any of this information about the uh, affair to the public. Um, in many ways, this is what we refer to as a catch and kill, which is the idea that you're buying someone's story or you're buying the rights to someone's story. And that only you, the ins- the person that has ownership of the story, can tell that to other people. It's a very common business practice with journalistic institutions doing it in tandem with people of power to prevent smear campaigns from being done. Typically, it's used to silence victims of abuse, um, historically. And it is also done in business practices to prevent competition, to allow for monopolies. And... Whether or not, in my journalistic opinion, that is ethical, <laughs> is up to the, the is up to the listener. In my opinion, I think that's highly unethical. But that's just my opinion. Um. <laughs> so this kind of all kind of came to a head in 2020 when you know we go through our first term of the Trump presidency. It was uh it was dog shit. It was not great, and the election came around and that election put a lot of heat and scrutiny on the Trump administration it's it's is his ties to the trump the trump business the trump family business the trump uh, organization and kind of what that all looked like behind the scenes and so especially with regard to election interference and the january 6th insurrection following that year So in 2020, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office announced a formal criminal investigation into the Trump administration and the Trump organization, specifically citing investigations into bank and insurance fraud. And after four grand jury cases, we arrive to now where former President Trump has been indicted with 34 counts of falsification of business records including an alleged illegal catch and kill campaign hush money given to Stormy Daniels etc cetera, etc cetera. well
1: it's not just 34 counts it's 34 felonies
0: yes 34 felonies charged with 34 felonies yes which
1: is huge because everybody leading up to when the indictment was being released everybody was like, oh, okay, we're expecting, we're expecting about 10 counts of a misdemeanor, maybe one felony in there. Right. And then that, kinda, that went up to 20. And then they're like, okay, we're, we, we have now 30 counts, possibly maybe one felony. And then the day before the indictment got released, it was like, no, he's being charged with 30 plus felonies,
0: that was each one cool.
1: having significant amount of jail time.
0: Schadenfreude oh, <laughs> felt so good. But of course, on April 4th, this past week, on Tuesday, Donald Trump pleaded not guilty to those 34 felonies. And in the statement of facts, it shows that Trump tried to delay these payments until after the the 2016 election. That way he wouldn't have to pay out anyone since, you know, he already had won the presidency. And it wouldn't really matter if the story came out, which it did. Um, it also shows that there were – this is also like a sidebar that I kind of like gave me whiplash, but it also shows <laughs> – the records show that Trump paid a doorman who knew something about <laughs> Trump fathering an extramarital child out of Westlock. we Lock.
1: don't know much about that.
0: We <laughs> but apparently it's – but we know <laughs> that – but apparently that's true, that like he okay. had a kid
1: Apparently. and no one knew about he it? he did. There's not much really – there and we'll we'll, i don't know we'll find out what so there's another trump there's another Trump. there's at least one more trump i would say you know what there there has to be more
0: and i hope that they have lived a long prosperous healthy life away from all of this bullshit because if i were them i would not want to get caught up in any of this madness whatsoever In addition to this, Trump just won a large sum of money um, in a lawsuit against Stormy Daniels, and he won about $120,000 on April 5th in a defamation lawsuit right after he just pled not guilty in the ongoing criminal lawsuit against the city of New York or the city of Manhattan. So, yeah, that's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot of information, but that's the the long and short of it, you know?
1: so he he consistently says that people are always after him because how many lawsuits he has? Oh yeah. I don't. Well, I I understand that. I understand the uneducated right wing saying, "Oh, it's it, it's just a manhunt. They're just they're just going after this one person because they don't like him. So they're throwing so many lawsuits." No, it's because. We want to hold people accountable for their actions. Mm -hmm. And between this case with Hush Money and the January 6th riot and the documents case and the Mm -hmm. phone call to Georgia and just everything else going on, uh, of course there's going to be lawsuits against him because he chooses This life. He chooses his actions to really be a dick.
0: Yeah. There's no other way to put it. It's just being a dick.
1: Yeah. And I I heard something on, I think it was NPR this week. It was, he is the kind of person who on January 6th, he had the ability to tweet out and say, stop, don't storm the Capitol. But no, but he, he said He said Mike Pence doesn't have the courage. And then when the Georgia electric, uh, elector thing was going on, he had the ability to not make that phone call begging them to find extra votes. And, and the same thing with the documents, the thousands of documents he took to Mar-a-Lago. He had the conscious ability to be like, Oh, this is wrong. I don't have to take classified documents with me. Oops. <laughs> he does this constantly.
0: Mm-hmm. I think this is... this. I don't want to spoil my takeaway from this whole situation. So I'll just say this. Like, there are a lot of people that play the victim when they do bad things to people. And, yeah. you know, I could understand if, like, it was a one-off or two-off situation, you know, that are, like, far removed from each other where, you know, there might have been an honest, honest mistake or, you know, a situation was twisted and someone is coming for you and you're like, I don't understand why this is happening, this person's being an asshole, whatever, woe is me. But when it happens this frequently, that should say a lot about you. Like, yeah, step back, have a check-in with yourself. What's going on, Gorge? What are you doing? Are you the problem? The answer is yes. yes See, this you reminds are. me.
1: This reminds me of that one meme that, that keeps going around of the sheriff that says, "Calm down. Eat a moon pie.
0: Stop killing people." <laughs> 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 hey Trump, like, yes. stop killing people! <laughs> stop, just stop goddamn, your dick. <laughs> stop, stop not that hard. The
1: law at every fucking twist and turn. Like it's almost as God. if
0: it's almost as if we teach white men in this country that they're entitled to having power and stability in this country, and they will do whatever it takes to get that. Literally, whatever it takes. So, it's almost as if people, if white men, just think they're you know not supposed to be accountable to actions.
1: Okay, so for our listeners at home who do not know what an indictment is, well, an indictment does not mean that they are found guilty. It does not mean that the, a grand jury has found somebody guilty. In fact, a grand jury can't do that. A grand jury cannot find somebody guilty. They can find cause in order to indict somebody. And there's an old saying in the law world that a good prosecutor— can get a grand jury to indict a ham sandwich. And what that means is you just have to prove some fact to a grand jury in order for the grand jury to be like, yes, go ahead and indict them. When in a jury in a trial case, you have to prove reasonable doubt. You have to have no reasonable doubt, which means you have to you have to prove it all the way. You have to go a hundred percent. But with an indictment, you just have to prove what fifty-one percent. You have to get right, right. over that fifty percent mark of uh, reasonable doubt.
0: Right, exactly. There's typically usually a higher standard of scrutiny, but I think in certain cases like this one, it doesn't take a genius to you know turn the light bulb. You know, it doesn't take a genius to fix this light bulb. It's pretty obvious. It's this is exactly what's happening. Let's call it what it is. Let's let's yeah. be honest with the problem here.
1: Exactly. So, once again, this indictment does not prove that Trump is guilty. It's pretty obvious (laughs) that Trump is guilty, but this does not prove that Trump is guilty. Um, Exactly. And we will see that coming out through the possible trial coming up Mm -hmm. here. Uh, The next court date isn't until December 4th or sometime early in December of this year. So... We won't know for a while. And then that's going to lead into the whole 2024 election because at the end of this year, that's when everybody's ramping up. That's when we're going to start seeing debates early next year. And with a case like this, with a felony case like this, Trump has a whole bunch of other cases, misdemeanors, where his company is at risk and all of that, where he doesn't have to show up. He can just send a lawyer. But for a felony like this what we just saw in New York this past week is going to happen over and over and over again where it's it's millions of dollars of taxpayer money paying for this, but he has to show up to every single appearance. Yes. Which is something that he does not fucking like.
0: Because if he doesn't, then he's going to get arrested and he's going to look more... He's going to look more like... He's going to look more guilty than he already does, which is not good for his record and it's certainly not good for his voter base because listen Trump Trump supporters in general are relatively detached from reality however (laughs) relatively however I do believe at some point that if we continue to prove this beyond reasonable doubt and like the evidence is undeniable I think at some point support will waver The problem, the question is, when does that, when do we cross that line? And are people willing to cross that line?
1: I don't think that line is ever going to be crossed. That's, I don't think, that's a fair point. I don't think that he is ever going to lose his supporter base. And I hate saying that. I hate saying that because this past week, we saw him being associated with jesus they literally said jesus was arrested too and they prosecuted jesus and killed jesus trump is the new jesus and i am sitting back here like you are you're you're worshiping him and and there's a church in the in the PNW that specifically prays to Trump. They pray to Trump as if he is the second coming of Christ. And they say over and over again,
0: I do believe that there could be a contingency of his voter base that is, you know, at some point will see somewhat reason and drop support, but I don't know if that is going to be a lot significant enough contingency of his voting base
1: yeah and while so trump called and we'll get into this in a minute but trump called for violence to take place yes trump said fight back fight like hell fight to take our country back fight for what though (laughs) nobody showed up no nobody showed up to the protests for trump and that. that that did that felt really good like Marjorie Taylor Greene and George Santos were basically shooed out of out of the city. They were yeah. literally dragged out of the city. And it
0: so it felt so good to see that. <laughs> it really
1: did. And there was Ugh, a there karma. was a Trump homecoming event that was taking place outside of Trump Towers to welcome the president back home. There were only I think three protesters that showed up. And you compare that to January 6th. So I don't know. Was this because the his base is now scared of the left's retaliation? I don't know. But who knows? That that who did that, that did show something because I was I was predicting massive protests for this. Right. And there was nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. So yes, I I definitely think your your idea has a lot of validity to it that there could be some falling off, but I also do think that his base, as weak as they are, and I'm sorry, as dumb as they are, they they are they stick with him. They stick with him no matter what, and it's because they worship him as if he is the second coming of Christ.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's kind of a little disturbing, but we'll get to that another time. I do think we need to address though, like what, like why are these felonies in the first place? Like not just like, why are these happening? Like why are these felonies? Why is this happening specifically in the city of Manhattan, New York? Um, In the state of New York, falsifying business records in general are known as misdemeanors unless they are accompanied by a more serious crime. For instance, let's say murder. Just a just the most blatant example, murder. Um, the district attorney, D.A. Bragg, has not made it really clear on what the other crimes involved are, but we do believe that it's probably going to come out when the trial and the case resumes in December. Um, There's a lot of speculation that the greater crimes that are being hinted at in tandem to these falsifications of business records and the illegal, alleged catch-and-kill campaign with Stormy Daniels, a lot of it probably has to do with election interference. And that's why there are a lot of ongoing investigative probes in the state of Georgia right now, kind of seeing what has Trump done and what has the Trump administration done to interfere with this electoral process? So we don't know, but it's a, str- it's a stretch. But we don't we don't know for sure. But it's it's a possibility.
1: Well, what DA Bragg would have to prove is: Would Trump have made this payment if he was not running for public office?
0: Exactly. And I and that gets let's into. Let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. He probably wouldn't probably wouldn't
1: exactly so because there were other allegations coming out about trump that he did not care about right this is one that he obviously cared about a lot and he facilitated the payment plan
0: right it's it's clear that this whole affair with stormy meant more to the grand scheme of the trump administration's success during the election and she might have known something or had something you know it might have tainted his image as like he might have. T- it might have tainted his image in the eyes of the uh, what's the word the Puritan right. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the evangelical voting block. But it's really hard to say. It's hard to say. It's hard. Yeah, to
1: say. and because that that voting base that you you just said they they are all about traditional family values and. I, I find this <laughs> funny Trish because that has ass. to that's falling apart right in front of them because you have this stormy Daniels case where he had an affair right after his wife Melania just had Baron Trump and this is seen as very unholy unchristian un everything that that base stands for uh yeah non jesus and um, I feel like this traditional family values thing is go- is falling apart in front of their eyes because what just happened with Marjorie Taylor Green she's going through a divorce mm-hmm. right now where she's being accused of multiple multiple um affairs with with uh with very odd people that that could be a whole episode in and of itself but (laughs) but those are the two top people in in the right wing right now those are the two leading people in the right wing right now are Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene and so uh, this whole family values thing is a full ball of BS and I think yes that is why Trump made the payments was because oh I can't have a affair on my record because xyz but when anything else comes out about Trump that has to do with non-traditional family values people don't care no people applaud him for it Mm -hmm. the whole grab them by the whatever
0: we know what we're talking about
1: People applauded him for that, saying, oh, he's finally, he's able to say stuff. He's a man. What the fuck?
0: It's just so stupid. It's asinine. I don't understand why people act like that. It's like, I mean, I do understand. It's its a—it's a mix of white paranoia and class threatened, feeling threatened in your class. It's a mix of feeling like of clinging to some source of like, source of authority in the state of your disillusionment with the capitalist system that we live in, because we are in late stage capitalism. And Mm -hmm. the result of that is that people have been feeling threatened and scared. And you know what? That's just how it is. You know, we can't, we can't change the fact that, I mean, we can change the fact that we are in the state we are right now, but that is exactly what is, I think, in my opinion, the root of that. And the fact that they're willing to overlook such egregious crimes that, you know, if anyone else in their personal life or like, poli- or celebrities or political figures were to do that, they would decry them. But because they chose Trump as their chosen messiah, there's a lot to be said about that. So, yeah. Yeah. So well, that, that's just a, a little why on the felonies. A
1: well, to finish up on the felonies, other politicians have gotten off of this crime before. Because they have claimed that the hush money payment is so that their families do not find out about the affair, so the DA has to have a very strong case to fight against that and say that it was more than that. And I mean, he ha- DA Bragg has uh, audio recordings and files and everything showing that it was more than that. But uh, exactly. I feel like that that's the way that um, that. Trump's lawyers are going to go with this is like, oh, he just didn't want Melania to find out about it, especially this was right after the uh, right after she had Barron. Um, But what that would mean is that Trump would have to admit that he had the affair, which he has constantly denied.
0: Right. And I mean, literally Stormy has gone out on record and spoken about it. There are people that have verified that this is true information. But of course, if he says it, it's not true. It must be true.
1: One major issue is Trump um, Trump doesn't have a trigger finger. Trump has no. uh, little trigging, triggered typing fingers where I'm he literally ridiculous. types and tweets out or truths out. Sorry, he doesn't tweet because he's on Truth Social. Um, anything that comes to his mind, including mm-hmm. threats of violence. Well, in a traditional case, there would then be put a gag order on uh, the case, meaning that uh, defendant, the prosecutors, cannot discuss this case. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, the judge did not put a gag order on this case, Alex Alexander.
0: Mm. I am very shocked about it. Mm. Do you want to explain to the viewers why you were shocked about this?
1: Yes. So, January 6th. <laughs> January 6th Ah. is a great example of the power that Trump holds with his base. Yes. Trump can call for an all-out civil war, and they will do it. Yes. Because they are brainwashed. So uh, the judge warned both sides about escalating any communication and threats that have come out so this does not just go for trump this also goes for the prosecution because michael cohen has gone out on tv and leaked stuff that should not have been leaked out and has consistently escalated stuff so this is not just a trump thing this is also for both sides because michael cohen is one of the main witnesses for the prosecution for those who don't know michael cohen was the lawyer for trump at the time who actually ended up serving jail time because he lied to Congress um, because Trump asked him to lie to Congress. Um, So anyways, no gag order was put on this, but Trump and his family and his followers have all attacked D.A. Bragg and the judge and their families, and D.A. Bragg has even received several physical death threats such as a letter that included white powder, which immediately mine goes to anthrax post 9-11. Um, the powder did come back testing negative, so it was not dangerous. But his base is out there threatening the lives of not just the district attorney, not just the judge, but their families. and And... And I, I feel like the reason why a gag order was not put on it was because the judge and the prosecutors want to see if Trump escalates anything. And I feel like I, what we are eight months away from December when he will have to be back in Manhattan. He cannot keep his fat mouth shut that long. <laughs> on this, he's gonna escalate something, and then he will be in even more trouble. So I think it is a tactic from the DA for not asking for a gag order, but then oh, also from the judge. One thousand percent.
0: Yeah. One thousand percent. I also think. Um, I think there. I was. I'm reminded of this. This TikTok I saw on my Twitter feed that someone posted in reaction to this, where like, it was a like, it was the it was titled like as a comedy bit. We are not the same. Where someone was miming, was like playing, so one actor was playing the role of both a Trump, Trump supporter and a average quote unquote liberal person, and like the Trump supporter was like egging them on and being like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Well, if someone on Biden's side did this, would you act the same way? and, he, and the person was like, no. If Biden committed a crime. I'd want to see him go to jail. Exactly. Just like anyone else. And that's exactly. that's where the delusion comes from. Is like if someone on my on our side, or our side in air quotes, because like I don't you, you know me. I don't I really identify with the Democrats. I I don't. Um but you know, if someone from you know the left were, you know, to commit some serious amount of crime unfortunately, I would like to see retribution. You know, if you act a certain way, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're going to act in a way that is very problematic, there needs to be consequences for those actions because that is a violation of the social contract that we live in. And by stepping on other people and causing harm, routine harm, then there is, there's no excuse for that. So yeah, if- I want Trump to be held to the same manner of accountability that anyone else does. And that includes people on quote unquote our side. So, and the fact that like they're willing to send death threats and physical acts of violence against other people says so much about the way that people like that operate. Like how, how devoid of empathy And logic and reasoning and kindness and reasonability. How detached from reality must you be if you think that it is okay to send physical death threats to a person, an impartial audience member, simply executing their job? Yeah. Why? Why? What purpose does this serve you or me?
1: Well, that kind we of reminds me of a discussion I had with somebody recently where we were talking about the Trump uh, classified documents case. Oh, yeah. And I, I know we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast. Um, and they brought up, well, Biden took documents, too. And you know what I said to them? I said, well, he's under investigation right now as well. Good. He should be held accountable for it. If mm-hmm. he took classified documents and he took classified documents knowingly and willingly, just like what Trump did.
0: Then he should be held accountable. Then just he should like be held everyone accountable. else should. Exactly. exactly.
1: And when that originally came out that he took classified documents, the first thing I said was, I think he should be impeached. Because something like that, having government secrets that go back, that date back many, many years, having classified Mm -hmm. documents, that is something, especially in a vulnerable place like he did in his garage. Mm -hmm. That's something that needs to be investigated. And there is. There's a special prosecutor investigating this case, looking into it. and, And And that's what I said back to the person. I was like, yeah, he should be investigated. If he's found guilty, good. He should be impeached. He should be indicted. And their jaw just dropped. They were like, What? What? You you agree? Yeah. And I'm like,
0: Yes. Yeah. I think everybody should be held accountable. Because I'm not detached from fucking reality. I'm not in this like like fake fantasy LARPing culture war that you bimbos are all attached to. Like I'm living in real life. I have a, I I have there are so many more important stakes in my life outside of whether or not this weirdo who once was president goes to jail or not. I have more important things to worry about in my life. Like whether or not, My kin folk are going to get adequate, equitable health care. I care about whether or not my trans and non-binary siblings are, you know, allowed to play in sports as teenagers. I care about, you know, immigrants not being denied from our borders or being, you know, taken care of properly. I care about, you know, black people not being murdered in the fucking streets by police. There's bigger issues at hand. Why are you focusing on this? There's climate change. There's gun violence. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Stay attached to reality. Don't get distracted. Anyways. That's exactly. all I had to say. <laughs> that's just all I had to say. That's all so, I had to say. But yeah.
1: Before before we get into will this impact the twenty twenty four race, I do want to highlight real quick that the judge is under a spotlight right now yeah. for a Very minimal donation, as far as we know, it was a minimal donation of under $100 to the Biden-Harris campaign. Um, Well, to Democrats in general, some of that did go to the Biden-Harris campaign. And then his daughter did work on the 2020 Biden-Harris campaign. Should he recuse himself? I don't know. Uh, Because Justice Clarence Thomas dealt with many Trump issues, and as we know, he supports far right wing rhetoric as well as uh,
0: did s- it just come out that he's been accepting like luxury pay all expenses paid vacations, vacations yep. from GOP like higher ups his entire yep. career exactly what the fuck and, That's and so wrong. Th- those are technically
1: donations that I would classify those as donations to Clarence Thomas but also Clarence Thomas's wife um is a huge supporter of trump and even tried to get the 2020 election overturned in trump's favor so
0: i just i can't with these people uh,
1: so i i don't know should should the justice should the judge on this trial on this case recuse himself due to a donation he made that is a maybe f- maybe not that is i don't a fair know point. that, that, a that that's a fair point. point that that should be investigated and looked at right now um because we try and have the justice system be as equal as possible even though god knows that is not it, it is not equal in any stretch of the imagination <laughs> no it is not so this could bring up issues for a appeal going forward so the trump Uh, the Trump lawyers could say, oh, hey, the judge was not fair. I don't know. We will, we'll see. We'll see. So, so Alexander,
0: yes. Oh, yeah. Continue. Um, so kind of just going into like how this is going to impact the upcoming electoral race and what, what comes next? What are we going to do next about this? This makes former president Trump the first ever, former sitting president sitting president whatever have you to be charged with criminal felonies first ever in the entirety of u.s history which says a lot Mm -hmm. um the fact that he is the first one to not get away with it Um, also the
1: first one to be impeached twice
0: (laughs) exactly exactly um But I will say, again, as we've discussed, his supporters do not see him as a criminal. A lot of them see him as a martyr. And the way that MTG has talked about him being like Jesus, which is like, okay, girl, like, get a grip. Um, I personally don't think this investigation is going to affect the election, quite frankly. I think since, I mean, there are literally no rules that say, like, anyone who is under investigation, criminal investigation, can't run for president. Um, and even if he was convicted, he mean he can still run from from his jail cell. Like yeah, yeah. It's it's it 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 is something that like I think structurally it won't inve- it won't impact anything, and in terms of his fan base support wise, it won't impact anything. In fact, anything. I think it's done more to whip up his fan base, which I think. Again, I wish people would see reason in this circumstance, but that's simply not the case. And I mean. It's not like the alternatives are much better. <laughs> in fact, yeah. they're just as bad, just in different ways. So that's fun. But going forward, there is going to be ongoing investigations and inquiries into many a different things that former President Trump has been involved in, specifically with his election as very potential election interference in Georgia during 2020, um, the January 6th insurrection, um... The New York State Attorney General, uh, Letitia James, has also filed a civil lawsuit against Donald Trump for lying to lenders and inve- and insurers by fraudulently over over uh, valuing his assets by billions of dollars. Yeah. Um, so there's also not only in addition to these criminal charges that are being pressed against him and these additional investigations there's also civil lawsuits going on um that's gonna be huge uh the next court date isn't taking place until december though so we've got quite a bit of time um then 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 the trial itself is going to take place probably in 2024 if not 2025 (laughs) unless the case is thrown out and we really don't know if that's going to happen or not i hope it will but in conclusion it's going to be a very rough year for trumpy wumpy
1: Oh, Hooray. it's gonna be it's gonna be a good Hooray. year for us.
0: But, I love schadenfreude. I love it. I'm it, not. I'm not ab- I'm not above admitting. <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> I do. I do love watching rich people getting it to them. Like getting eat the rich. E- eat the exactly, rich. Eat the, rich. Eat the rich. And I don't know. Yes, it's gonna be a rough year for Trump. We already saw him not happy in the slightest at that it, those photos and courtroom drawings from oh yeah. uh, this past week have just highlight how miserable he is. He he's in his seventies. He... He's getting old. He, there... and now he's having to travel for all of this. It's <sighs> not looking good important... for him.
0: <laughs> Aren't there more important things to life than just clinging on to some fame or some ego, you know, especially when you're, close to the end of your times you know wouldn't it matter more to just spend time with your loved ones and reflect on the life you've led try to do better by people and leave the world a better place than it is but no have a crusade sometimes sure sometimes
1: i do wish that he just won
0: the 2020 election
1: and hear me out about
0: this i want to hear why you say that elaborate
1: i wish that he won the 2020 election so that he could just have another four years in office and then just be done and out of the way and while he would have yes caused more harm i feel like he's also causing harm now too and it's almost like he has he he has this whole unofficial term that he's in right now that he is in right. control of the GOP. But if he if he was done, if he ran and was just done by twenty twenty four. Agreed. Then we would just be done with him. But also at the same time, mm-hmm. he would have just damaged the country even more than he already yeah. has. So it, it's just I, fucked if you do, fucked if you don't.
0: Yeah. I I'd like to leave our viewers with this. I don't remember the author that quoted this, but it was a queer author that quote that said this um, about the ongoing state of our political affairs in the United States, um, and I and this was quoted by someone that I recently interviewed for a project I'm working on, and they said we are currently witnessing the death of the dinosaurs. Like the death of the dinosaurs, it was loud, it was bloody it was unceremonious it was violent there was lots of damage and the damage lasted for a long time but when the dinosaurs died out came new life and out came humanity and out came the world that we know today Yeah. we don't know how long this damage is going to last but we do know that it's going to stop at some point yeah. and the dinosaurs are having a loud death that's all there is to it yeah,
1: and they're not happy about it.
0: <laughs> no, they're not, but they have to accept it because I'm sorry, Gorge. Your late life, your late life crisis should not be turned into political violence. What Get we a need, grip.
1: <laughs> what we need is all young people to be voted into office, and then what happens is we will finally be able to pass term limits and age finally
0: finally and
1: (laughs) none of that will take place unless we have a younger generation in there like representative frost maxwell frost and yeah yeah i i just i just i hope that there's going to be a major difference coming up here in the 2024 election
0: i agree i hope so as well so what are your takeaways from this episode? What are your takeaways from this whole debacle? What, what, what can we leave viewers with?
1: So normally I like to leave on a happy note. <laughs> but while it's nice to see him, Trump, being held accountable for his actions, I also feel like this is not going to affect the 2024 race in either direction. Uh, We still have... It's just two old white men that are going to be running again. And Mm -hmm. Biden, who is uh, extremely old and should not be in the position that he's in anymore. Oh, yeah. And we see it wearing him down. I mean, we saw how much... Obama aged in his eight years in office, especially in his last four years in office.
0: Jesus Christ. Biden
1: went in there and was already extremely old on the higher end of the scale and and he's leaving there and he's going to be close to 90 if he wins a second term. I don't think that's going to be good. I don't think that's good for the country. So I I don't think that these court cases, this uh, arrest of Trump is going to affect the 2024 election because we're fucked if we do fucked if we don't like I said
0: mm-hmm. agreed
1: and he he's going to receive the GOP nomination no matter what the GOP right. has not even though they have said it's time to move on from Trump they've said that privately they have not said that publicly uh, another major thing is about 60% of the U.S. population believes that this indictment was politically motivated and yeah yeah, it's not. It's him being held accountable. But there's no way for it's really the influence of the media telling the viewers because the average viewer is not going to do what I do, which is read the full indictment, which is read the full um, facts of the case. So
0: mm-hmm. agree. But like you
1: said, this is just the tip of the iceberg for what is going to happen to Trump. And I am very much looking forward to The pain that he will endeavor.
0: Ah, yes, the pain. I agree. I, my takeaway, you get what you put into the world. If you are an asshole, if you talk down to people, if you're mean, if you're stingy, if you treat people like they're objects or... Pawns in a game for a larger scheme, if you go behind people's backs and you cheat your way to the front, at some point, it's all going to come back to you in some way. Human beings are nature in general. And this isn't just, uh, there have been writers that have written extensively about this. Nature survives through collaboration, not self-interest. We survive by teamwork, not by for, uh, trying to f- put ourselves in first place. So, I fully believe that Donald Trump's whole thing is just—it—it's it, not divine retribution, as it were, but it's—it—it—it its it, it, it is a result of his actions. He spent his whole career backstabbing and trying to cheat his way to the front for financial profit. And this is, this is the end result. This is, this is what the end game is. This is what you get for being a dick. So if anything, I hope that people can learn from this as an example to lead good, kind, honest lives. I don't mean, and I don't mean honest as in like, I believe people should survive how they do under capitalism. Like I'm not going to fault people for doing that, but honest as in do right by the people you love and do right by your community. And you will see that love return to you in tenfold. Don't be like him. Be kind.
1: Exactly. Well, that is the end of season one of So Stereotypical. This has been a lot of fun on the journey Mm -hmm. doing this. And yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been good. It's been a good ride. I've, I've learned a lot. This has been a good growing experience. I think i think we, we we've done some really cool stuff we've done some we've covered some really fun topics we've made some pretty cool milestones i'm pretty i'm pretty proud of where we're at this has been this, yeah. is, this is very solid very solid exactly. stopping point for now i agree exactly
1: yeah. right. well, i love you alexander
0: i love you too noah catch you all
1: whenever we see you next